Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bank of America's Treasury Insights podcast series. We have with us today Pam Barry, Assistant Treasurer at Biogen. Pam has over 25 years of experience in the finance and treasury space and has served as the Assistant Treasurer of Biogen since 2012, managing the company's capital structure, investment portfolio, risk management activities, and worldwide banking operations. Prior to joining Biogen, Pam held various positions in investment management services, both in Boston, Massachusetts and London. I'm Neetra Kumar, Managing Director and Senior Treasury Sales Officer at Bank of America, and I'm excited to have Pam join me to share her exciting and inspiring journey. Pam, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Neetra. I appreciate it. Pam, the two of us have discussed this. Since you first started in Treasury, there are a lot more women in Treasury now. What was it like to be the only woman in the room? I entered the workforce in 1993, got my first Treasury position in 1996. And certainly as the years passed, women in Treasury positions, and given the fact that if you work in corporate Treasury departments, you are always dealing and meeting with bankers, the number of women in banking and Treasury has greatly increased. Or that certainly has been my experience, which is great to see. I have to say, though, that I was never intimidated by the fact that I may have only been the only woman in a meeting. To me, the most important thing is self-confidence, regardless of gender. To gain self-confidence is to learn. Gain expertise in your field. Learn from whoever you can. I've had people come into my professional life that have taught me everything I know, men and women. And I am happy to see that there are so many more women in this field. But I would encourage young women entering the workforce to approach mentoring as something that happens organically. Certainly, if you're more comfortable seeking these relationships out with women, that's wonderful. But there are lots of people in the world that have different backgrounds, different genders, that have so much to offer. So don't limit yourself based on that. One thing to note that at Biogen, we have a very small treasury group. It's five people and three of them are women. So I've never felt outnumbered. Prior to Biogen, yeah, I had experiences. Certainly when I was in my 20s and I went to a job that I was one of two women in a department and I definitely noticed it and I felt a little bit intimidated, but I've always been more intimidated if I didn't feel confident in what I was talking about and the subject matter. And so just be smart and don't worry about gender. You can own the room regardless. I think preparation and investing in yourself, developing your knowledge skills, that's what's most important. So thank you for sharing that, Pam. You work for a company with a vast global footprint and you work with a diverse team based across the globe. Talk to us about what inclusive leadership looks like for you. If you're operating in as many countries that Biogen is, it's critical to have inclusive leadership. It promotes diverse thinking and ensure people are respected and listened to. Inclusive leadership makes space for people from a variety of backgrounds to collaborate. I spend most of my time dealing with people that are outside of the United States. So to understand other cultures is critical. Most people that have treasury careers are working for global companies. And so this is absolutely critical. Thanks, Pam. 
Can you talk to us about how your leadership style has evolved over time? What do you know about leadership today that you didn't know 10 or 20 years ago? I think because every person is unique, I think every manager's approach needs to be unique and follow the personalities of the team to a certain extent. And you learn over time what works and what doesn't. I can tell you my observations of leadership styles over the past 30 years when I first entered the workplace. It used to be that there was a boss, they made decisions, and the team followed. And I know I'm painting with a broad brush because obviously every workplace was different, but that was an old school view of leadership. What I've seen evolve over time and the leadership style that I embrace, and certainly what I experience today, is having a more team-based approach to decision-making. It's critical to make everyone on the team feel involved, that their opinion matters. I don't know what kind of leadership style you call that, but it encourages critical thinking. It encourages growth for more junior members of your group. This is certainly the way that my team has managed, and it has been very beneficial to my growth over the past several years. Pam, did you benefit from sponsors throughout your career? And can you speak to how you built and cultivated these relationships, or maybe even speak to one or two that made an impact in your life and how they did that? Sure. I'm very much a person who has benefited from mentoring. That's happened very naturally throughout my career. People that I have worked with or worked for that I've learned the most from. I am not somebody who has benefited from formal mentoring programs. I understand that they work very well for many people. Mine have happened much more organically. I've also benefited from doing executive coaching. And that's also helpful. That's something that my company has offered to employees. Pam, when you look back over your career, what is the one piece of advice that you wish you could share with your younger self? When you are young, if possible, work abroad if you can. This is not always possible for people. And I was able to do this for just one year when I was very young, but it is so valuable. Always take that opportunity if you're offered it, if your life situation allows for it, even going as far back as when you're in college. When I was in school, it was very unusual to do semesters abroad, and now it's fairly common, which is wonderful to see. So working for a global company, I communicate far more with colleagues outside the U.S. than I've been here in America. And having that global perspective of different cultures at a young age is something to take advantage of if you can. I wish I had done more of that. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for doing this, Pam. You were absolutely brilliant, and we appreciate all the guidance and encouragement. I'm Netra Kumar, Managing Director and Senior Treasury Sales Officer at Bank of America, with Pam Barry, Assistant Treasurer at Biogen. Thank you all for listening to the latest in our Treasury Insights podcast series. Bank of America and B of A Securities are the marketing names used by the global banking and global markets divisions of Bank of America Corporation. Lending, other commercial banking activities, and trading in certain financial instruments are performed globally by banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, including Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Trading in securities and financial instruments and strategic advisory and other investment banking activities are performed globally by investment banking affiliates of Bank of America Corporation, investment banking affiliates, including in the United States, B of A Securities Incorporated and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp, 
both of which are registered broker-dealers and members of SIPC and in other jurisdictions by locally registered entities. B of A Securities Incorporated and Merrill Lynch Professional Clearing Corp are registered as futures commission merchants with the CFTC and are members of the NFA. Investment products offered by investment banking affiliates are not FDIC insured, may lose value, and are not bank guaranteed.